0: This episode of Juice Guru Radio is brought to you by Try Best, Making Healthy, Living Easy, and our new book, Juice Guru, Transform Your Life by Adding One Juice a Day, available now at Amazon and bookstores worldwide.
1: Welcome Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak.
0: Hello and welcome to Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve Prusek. On today's show, we've got Amber Zuxworth. She's going to show you how to live the most epic life possible, how to get in touch with everything you need to do to align with your core values. She's coming up right after this. So grab yourself a juice, some tea, some water. Sit back, relax. We're going to be joined in just a minute with Amber Zuxworth. Juice Guru
1: Radio. Did you know you can make a great living in the hottest new business trend today? The Juice Guru Certification Program is the world's first online course to give you the knowledge and marketing skills to excel as a juicing coach and start making money in no time. Find out more at juicecoachtraining.com.
0: Hello and welcome back. Welcome back to another edition of Juice Crew Radio. I'm your host Steve Prusak. It's so great to be with you and our guest today is Amber Zucksworth. She's an international Pilates and Vinyasa yoga instructor, professional uh, contemporary dancer and holistic nutritionist. She's also the founder of EpicSelf.com, her online health and coaching platform where she trains individuals and groups. An optimal living for the unique body uh, and lifestyle and holistic living, bringing it all together. She's with us today. Let's welcome to the show right now, Amber Zuxwert.
1: Hey, Stephen. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Well, Amber, thank you so much. We've been trying to interview you for a while, so I'm glad we, we connected the docs and got it together. we are such an asset, and we love your teaching, so thank you for being here. <laughs> Let's talk about you and how you got into the work you're doing, and, and and you're doing so many different things. So let's let's just take us back to how you got into transformational work.
1: Sure. Well, I always say that my journey started with dance. My parents put me in ballet when I was three years old, and so much of the work I do now is actually from my from a lot of injuries I uh acquired over the years through my dance training and also just me wanting to pursue um my peak mind body spirit what does that look like my most epic self Um, i was doing that my entire life as a dancer and i i found nutrition i found pilates and yoga and meditation i found all these things as tools and techniques along my journey when i was um suffering from injuries and um just you know trying to be my absolute best peak performer um as a dancer and so in my early teens, I got into nutrition. I started studying just like Western sports nutrition and um, then really f- fell in love with traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda early on in college. And um, though I got my degree in dance performance and choreography, I ended up getting a minor in holistic health and just really fell in love with all of the all of the philosophies and ancient traditions from the East. And uh, then I ended up going to nutrition school. I went to IIN, which probably some of you guys know. It's an online nutrition school. And I, you know, for me, I've been raw vegan now for nine years. I've actually been eating a lot more cooked food lately, but I was raw for solid eight years. And so a lot of experience in the plant-based world and living the lifestyle and teaching other people how to transition to that lifestyle. And um, along the journey, um, right out of college, I created epicself.com, which is my, my company now. But that started out as just a blog, actually. I was just blogging about health and wellness, the things I really loved. And around that time, too, I went through Pilates and yoga certification as well. And I used Pilates to heal a lot of my injuries that I suffered as a dancer. So all of these things kind of came to fruition around the same time, around end of college. And that was when I said, okay, I've got all these tools, all these things that have helped me so much. And I just want to share these with other people because I know how transformative they are. And so all my experiences today, 10 years later, incorporate all of those things that I've learned, Pilates, yoga, meditation, myofascial release, plant-based nutrition. And most recently in the last four years, I'm working with sacred plant medicine, specifically ayahuasca. And so that's a huge focus for me as well. And so we're working on mind, body, spirit transformation on all levels. Um, And so I went from epic self just basically being a a blogger and initially getting paid to blog and things like that um, through some different advertising companies and then when Skype became something um, I already had a client base in San Francisco that I was teaching one-on-one private client base nutrition Pilates yoga Um, And that was a full-time gig for me in San Francisco I was teaching at many different studios and clubs at the time, but when Skype became available I was like, okay here it is. I can now coach online and I can travel as much as I want to and really just do what I love from anywhere in the world. And so that really just took my business to the next level. And then four years later, um, or excuse me, four years ago, I moved to Costa Rica to open up a wellness center. And now I just produce retreats and teacher training programs full time.
0: Oh, wow. Amazing. And you know, we have got the healing, the ayahuasca, the cleansing, and I know the juicing's in there. I've seen your post. So tell me the role of juicing and what's that played in your life?
1: You know, I got into juicing really early on in my uh, raw food journey. I got into juicing and detoxing, and um, I actually went and was teaching as a part as a yoga teacher as part of my good friend Dr. Amy Rochelle. Maybe you guys know her name. She leads raw chef certification programs in Bali and also does detox health coaching certifications. And I worked with her for several years and used to host her in San Francisco. We I ran the largest meetup group, health and wellness meetup group in San Francisco, and so that I would bring her in to do some expert talks on candy parasites, juicing, all all sorts of things. And so she really was the gateway for me into that world. And juicing was definitely a part of my daily practice, especially living in a place like San Francisco, you could just go buy amazing juice everywhere. Um, when I moved to Costa Rica, juicing was still a part of my life. And I had juicers and Vitamixes here that I was using every day. And I even uh, helped produce a detox. coaching program down here at my studio when I first opened with Chris Whitco, which you guys might know his name. Um, He's worked with Dr. Gabriel Cousins at the Tree of Life for years, and so he came down and did a detox health coaching certification. So that sort of like liver flushing detox protocol, that was was intense. That was my first liver flush, and wow. Um, But Bali, you know, Bali was really this mecca for me when it came to detoxing and juicing, and I did a lot of colonics and enemas and juice cleansing there when I was there with Amy.
0: Well, I love the theme of this interview because there's so many different things that you're teaching these days. And we're talking about Epic Living, Transform Your Mind, Body, and Spirit, and Amber's here with us. And she's going to take us deeper into some of these techniques like living on purpose and, and beginning to love ourselves more. Can you take us through some of these tools and trainings, how we can get deeper in touch?
1: Absolutely. I'd say my number one tool of all time is meditation and this is such a it's the act of becoming aware of yourself and just following your breath and when we can sit with ourselves in meditation even if it's just five ten minutes a day we start to become more and more aware of ourselves of our bodies of our thoughts of our aches and pains and when we can tap into that that's when we can start to say okay here are my fears here are my resistances here are my belief systems are these serving me at all can i can i instead Let go of the things that are no longer serving me in my life, which is one of the big things I teach is how to detoxify all parts of your life, whether it's nutrition or your environment or your friends or your mindset, all those things radically affect your life. And food, though, food is incredibly important. I think, you know, why I've kind of steered away from just focusing on nutrition is that there's so many other aspects that make a massive difference in your life. Thought is a huge one. And so meditation can help you focus your mind, train your mind so that your mind doesn't control you, but you're moving from a a heart-centered intuitive place from the spirit. And the mind can be used as a tool, as a really powerful tool to focus you on the things that you want in life. And I think so many people struggle with finding purpose and and self-love because we're very mentally focused and our inner self-critic, our inner self-doubt self is just constantly, rampantly um, affecting us and preventing us from growing into our fullest expression. And I think our, our all of our paths is to really just be here to express ourselves authentically in our highest expression. And that's what the world needs more than anything else, I strongly believe. And so... How do we do that? Well, we've got to face our fears. We've got to face our shadows. Look at the things that we don't accept about ourselves, that we reject, that we fear. Look at those things and walk through them in order to come out the other side and really ascend into um, a higher place of joy, peace, uh, content, clarity, all those things. And I know food is a definitely a you know, huge channel of doing that, but meditation for me is the overall... <laughs> Umbrella that, um, and the mind focus. So I use a lot of mantra. I teach people how to use mantra, which are just basically affirming phrases, words, or phrases that help them focus the mind and stay in a positive vibration. So, so many of us, you know, throughout the day, we're ebbing and flowing through life is awesome. And oh my gosh, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing in my life. This is really frustrating or whatever it is, you know, we're ebbing and flowing through these emotions and these vibrations. And so um, the mantra really helped us come back to a state of gratitude and in a higher, more optimistic state. And when we're in that state, I strongly believe that we attract then the same energy. And I, you know, I think all of us really can relate with that, that um, staying at that nice even keel level is the ideal Um, so that we can start to attract the abundance into
0: our life that we want. So uh, if we're thinking about a quick start guide at the end in three steps, step one, we're going to talk about meditation. And when you're taking us through one of these or your clients, the people that you're working with, um, w- maybe you can share a sample mantra right now. We could just do one here in real time all together. There's a group. Or if you're listening on the radio, we ask you to pull to the side of the road. But do you, can you take us through a, a sample positive ma- mantra? Because it's true. It's, it's almost like we're a ship at sea sometimes, and even different energies or personalities can rub up against us and kind of ruin the day.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll give you guys my top mantras, the ones that I use all the time, especially uh, when I'm having a, a really just – frustrating irritating day just feeling a lot of emotions like triggered a lot frustrated um so yeah if you guys wanted to sit with me we can go through some breath and i'll talk you through so if you want to go ahead and close your Mm -hmm. eyes and sit as vibrantly tall as possible in your chair if you can put your feet on the floor that'd be amazing get grounded through both feet and really we're we're hoping to align the spine here from the tail all the way through the crown opening up all the chakras and so We'll start together with a deep breath in through the nose and exhale through the nose. And as we breathe in and out, just taking this time to fully witness the breath, observe what's going on inside of you. There's no right or wrong or good or bad here. There's no Nothing to do, but just observe. And with every exhale, you can release, relax, let go, and soften any muscles that you may feel some tension in right now, wherever that may be in the body. So we soften the face, jaw, the shoulders, letting go of the hips, the low back. So while every exhale is an opportunity to let go and relax, every inhale is an opportunity to create space and ease. I love to focus the mind and directing your breath into any tense places you may be feeling. For me, it's my right shoulder right now. So I'm gonna direct my mind's focus to my right shoulder. And I'm gonna imagine that tight spot releasing with every exhale, softening more and more. So just notice the quality of your breath today. Does it feel shallow? Does it feel voluminous? It doesn't matter what it is, just notice. Maybe your breath is moving your belly, maybe it's moving your rib cage. Just notice how it's moving your body. And so as the body has now begun to soften, we'll bring the mind's attention to the mind. And notice what thoughts are drifting through this morning, uh, this afternoon. Is it your to do's? Is it worrying about your kids? Is it thinking about your dinner later tonight? What is going on up there for you? Without judgment, just observing. And you might notice that the more that you witness your thoughts, the slower they become. And we can begin to really separate ourselves from our thoughts, seeing our thoughts mainly as just clouds floating in the sky. They're just floating by in the mind. And we can choose to step farther and farther back away from these thoughts, detaching from them as an identity. We are not our thoughts. We are the observer of the thoughts. We are the soul, the higher self that sees the thoughts and hears the thoughts. So we step farther back into ourselves, into this peaceful, quiet center that always exists within us, creating space between us and the thoughts. And in this newfound space in the mind where hopefully there's a lot less chatter now, we're going to go ahead and ingrain a mantra. And this can be just a word or a phrase, a word like love, trust, surrender, or phrase like, I am limitless. I am capable. I am deserving. I am worthy. I am enough. So whatever word or phrase really resonates with you right now that you know will very much empower you based on how you're feeling right now. Feel free to use that. What we're gonna do is repeat that word or phrase over and over again in the mind 30 plus times. I'll go, I'll stop you guys. So just, just go ahead and begin to repeat this mantra. You can say it to yourself so you actually hear it or you can visualize it in your mind. So everyone's very different in what works for them. So speaking it to yourself or seeing it in the mind. And if the mind gets derailed, which it most often will, it'll probably get sidetracked. Just bring it right back to the mantra. Because this practice is not about perfection. It's about practice. And again, it's okay if the mind wanders, just
0: bring it right back.
1: And on the next breath, we'll go ahead and move away from the mantra. And slowly begin to open up the eyes, taking in all the colors and the shapes in the room. And there you are. <laughs> Simple. short. Thank navy. you for
0: that. that. That was actually a first. A nice meditation right here on the air. Thank you for that, Amber. You're welcome. Uh, and a great first step towards moving into our epic self. Um what are some of the other tools you're using? So if we talk about meditation, we could share on this show. I know we're, we're, we don't have a whole lot of time, but two more uh, tools that we might use. And if you want to um, combine that into the ayahuasca experience, so anyone listening to the show, we haven't talked about that topic, and we'd like to share about that for those that are interested in that as well.
1: Yeah, sure. I'm happy to share about ayahuasca. For me, ayahuasca is, and sacred plant medicines are, unbelievable game changers in life they allow you to connect so deeply to your soul and your heart and to and to find to reconnect to your purpose remember the strength of of your spirit um they allow you to clear emotional baggage for me my first ceremony was clearing 10 years of emotional baggage crying pain sorrow things that i hadn't let myself feel and I've learned so much through this work, working with ayahuasca really consistently. I've sat, with, sat in about 50 ceremonies to date and just got back from Peru where I did a really big, deep dive into, my, into myself. And there's no greater gift, in my opinion, that you could give yourself. It's so deeply healing, not only on a physical level, but on an emotional, spiritual, all dimensional level, levels that our minds can't fathom. And we only know it when we're in the experience what's happening, but our minds are very limited in their scope of understanding, that sort of thing. So um, ayahuasca also opens the doorway to the spirit realm, allows you to interface with your ancestors, with other spirits that may be still in your life, uh, loved ones that have passed on. And um, so for me, the deepest lessons I've learned in those realms, you know, I I receive downloads in those realms where um, just information about who I am, about my path, about the things that visions that... um, that I am creating and manifesting, and also um, just information about the universe, how the universe works, how things in my life have worked, why things have worked the way that they have. So, you know, um, for me, I really encourage people if they're curious, go to the jungle, go to the Amazon, go to the rainforest, and learn about these master plants. Not just ayahuasca. There's there's like twelve to fifteen master plants that come from the Amazon. And if you're into superfoods and you're into this already, like you you know how the power of food, you know the power of plants, but the master plants are doctors and teacher plants. That's what they call them. They are um, providing you with tremendous healing and knowledge that uh, you just can't find anywhere else. And so I see them as the greatest gifts that you can experience. Um, I highly recommend that if you are going to do these experiences, that you find um, a very, very safe container that you work with the most experienced people that you can find and that you really work with these medicines where they come from, which is in the Amazon rainforest or in another rainforest where these plants grow. so yeah, super, I mean, I could talk for hours about it. So I kind of want to, you know, I'm not quite <laughs> sure what you want me to share, but I could go on for a very long time about the power of those medicines.
0: And- no, it's great. I mean, we, we interviewed David Wolf on that years ago when he was just, he had first discovered it and, and I had asked him about it. He's like, yeah, that's where the conversation needs to go. Cause he really felt that was the dismantling and the, the way to get back in touch with what's actually happening on the planet
1: absolutely which is the collective consciousness shift a massive collective consciousness shift and i know many people are experiencing it and they don't really know how to work with it you know many of us are feeling these vibrational shifts on the planet and seeing all of the darkness all of the fear that's happening in the world as well and just feeling overwhelmed and in a state of what the hell do i do about this and what i've learned through all this work is that we we heal ourselves which in turn heals the world and our vibration, our heart, our unconditional love that we're spreading our love and our light. That's what's going to change the world on a vibrational level. And that's where the game goes into where your mind is at and where your, your body's at. And so I would say that the I agree a thousand percent with David Wolf that this is the next level of human evolution that we're experiencing, and it's going to come through our children. It's the next generation. And so what I find myself doing in this life is not only spreading the message about these plants and the power of them awakening people and healing people on all levels and as a collective, but it's really clearing the energetic waste out of my ancestral line and in this life, my what I've experienced in this life, so that the children that come through me are going to be that much more clear, that much more awakened, and I'm ready to really shift the world.
0: Um, it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, when you're doing this level of work, I mean, you really do have to be a warrior, so to say, because it can really get deep and dark. Isn't that right? Uh
1: huh.
0: And maybe we can, you know, touch a little on that because it's, you know, you, you can really conjure up things that are suppressed from early in life or lifetimes ago or however it might work.
1: Exactly. So, I mean, this is, this is the path of the warrior, a light warrior. I mean, it is, you are, if many of us are, are called to this work because we know that we are here to change the planet in a massive way in, by shifting the vibration and by awakening people. And we are walking this path humbly, bowing to these medicines because let me tell you, they, they reveal, like Stephen is, is, is describing, they reveal the darkest parts of you. So that you can bring light to those places and clear out that energy. So for me, like this last two weeks in Peru, I was clearing ancestral, my ancestral line of emotional baggage, physical trauma, the things that have been passed on to us from generation to generation to generation that we're carrying in not only our cellular body, but our emotional and astral body. And so when you start to look at that stuff, that's when people start to experience their past lives. They start to remember what they did 20 lifetimes ago and what, what they were incarnated as and what they went through. And I've, I personally have not experienced the past life um, experience, but many people have in my ceremonies. And um, for me, this last trip was, I was connecting to my ancestors and understanding their mission that they never got to fulfill because they passed on or what have you. And so I strongly feel I'm standing on their shoulders and it's my mission and my job to really fulfill their legacy, to fulfill their mission on earth. And my ancestors were Cherokee Native Americans. So I hold so much of, what I stepped into this life with was um, uh, a background of environmentalism, of connection to nature. And so from the very beginning of my life, I've been a pioneer for the earth and very much dedicated to environmental protection. And, um, and that's why I went vegan when I was a, uh, like in my late teens. So anyway, just, it's remembering all those things. It's going back and connecting with those ancestors through these, uh, these uh, portals with medicine.
0: So for those interested, or maybe they're hearing about this for the first time, how can they find out more about that and the retreats that you're doing over there too?
1: Sure. So I highly recommend that you guys educate yourselves extensively on on these medicines of the Amazon. I can send you a ton of links, really high quality scientific articles that there's, you know, Yale, Stanford, Harvard, they are all sending their PhD students down to study these plants because only 2% of the Amazon, the plant life in the Amazon has ever been studied by Western science. It's, it's maddening because the indigenous that live there have been working for 5,000 years with these plants. They know exactly what they do and they've been passing on the wisdom through their generations. And so when you go there and you spend time with them and you learn all of this, you go, oh my gosh, if Western scientists just knew a fraction of this, how they could heal people. But the reality is, in the U.S., as you guys all know, the U.S. is making money off us being sick and they have no interest in healing us through pharmaceuticals it's a money-making machine, at least in my belief system. I feel like there are some medicines in the Western science that are, that are absolutely, you know, life-saving of course, but the vast majority of it is, is um, just a money-making scheme and not actually healing people. And so that's why getting back to juicing, just getting back to whole organic foods, that, that is so cleansing and healing in and of itself. But then when you work with master plants, that's a whole nother dimension of healing and understanding. So um, I produce retreats down here every, almost every month called the Epic Awakening. And that's a five-day experience where people can come down. We do two days of adventures to waterfalls, to the national park beaches. And then we sit in two ayahuasca ceremonies back to back. And then we have a day of integration at this beautiful retreat center, shamanic Retreat Center, right on the river here in the jungle, uh, the rainforest in Costa Rica. So for me, my my big mission is to prepare people for these experiences in the best way possible. And that includes Pilates, yoga, myofascial release, meditation, plant-based nutrition, hundred percent, you know, organic vegan cuisine. And we really highly recommend all of our guests eat a vegan plant-based diet, highest plant-based diet that they can, um, for the month leading into the experience. So their body's very clean and prepared for these experiences. And then the medicine can go a lot deeper and not have to work so much on the physical level. It can start to ascend into emotional and spiritual. And, um, so then we have a day of integration for people to rest and integrate. And really the integration process is the hardest part of this whole thing. The, the ceremony is very much like a doorway and an, and an opening to this new reality and, and, and also deep dive into your heart and your soul. But then afterward, it's what you do with those lessons. So you might get you know, tons of downloads about what, what um, your soul's purpose is, about how to do it and where to do it and all these things. But if you go home and fall right back into the same patterns, um, that's the, the the tricky part because you might have this big revelation about oh my, you know, my husband is the wrong person for me. I hate my job. I want to start this business, whatever it is that you have come through. Um, or I love myself for the first time in my life. And I don't want to be with this partner who disrespects me. Like those sorts of big shifts happen for people. And so they go back into that lower vibrational environment and really struggle. And so a huge part of my work is coaching people through that integration process, the emotions that are coming up as well. So there's, there's a, a huge aspect afterward that needs to be worked on. Cause this is not by any means a quick fix. There are no quick fixes in life, but what this is, is a, is a, um, a taste of enlightenment and a, and an opportunity to see what's really, how powerful you really are.
0: In the website again, cause we're going to put a link up to that under the show notes at Juicecrewradio.com under the show with Amber. So if you're not there, you can always go to Juicecrewradio.com, but what's, what's the best link to, uh, to check out everything you're up to.
1: Epicself.com, E-P-I-C-S-E-L-F. So all my retreats and my teacher training programs are there as well. I work with yogis and entrepreneurs, primary conscious entrepreneurs. So our 30-day yoga teacher training programs are 200-hour vinyasa yoga teacher training programs plus 32 hours of conscious business training, sales, marketing, website design. And then we also go to Tima Sweat Lodge, and we close out this 30-day program with two ayahuasca ceremonies as like a big grand finale celebration of life. And, um, so that's our, our most impactful program. We only take nine, nine students for that, but that is, um, yeah, huge shift for people. So Epic self is where you find all of it, but you guys can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. I'm in love with Instagram, so, um, you can find me there and it's really easy to chat. I love to connect with everybody.
0: So maybe you can just share two more things. So we talked about the meditation, two more things. I mean, we can include ayahuasca as one of those things, but to fully embody our truth and live by example. Mm. Yeah,
1: I think, you know, that's our greatest work in this life is to not only just talk about and preach about the things that we believe in, but to really embody it and carry it in all of our moments, in all of our interactions with people. And one, one like major piece of this that I think is missing in modern day society, a lot of people are struggling with it is the connection to their body. They're not moving their bodies enough. They're not working in a mindful way with their bodies every day. Uh, for sure, our bodies should be moving hours and hours and hours a day. That's what they're meant to be doing. And as a mover my entire life, like I, I can't even, the thought of me sitting at a nine to five desk job just makes me want to jump off a cliff. So I, I, you know, for me, the teaching movement is, is a huge part of my mission as well, because it's through the body that we ascend spiritually as well. We can't, we can't ascend this way spiritually unless we're rooted deeply in our bodies and so the body work is, is critical. The body I see is very much a portal to higher levels of consciousness and clarity um, and understanding of ourselves and of other people. And um, so I teach, you know, movement. I think movement every single day is super important, at least an hour and a half gift yourself that because our bodies, if we want to last, if we want to have the longevity and also the joy and the peace and the ease in our everyday life, it comes from the body. So food is a big piece of it, but movement is equally important in my eyes.
0: Awesome. Great tips. And, um, and, and, about living by example, because is it when we get into that space that we're able to inspire others too?
1: Agreed. And I think it's our, you know, I think once, once we work on ourselves enough, once we heal, whatever it is that we need to work on, whether it's body, mind, spirit work, right. All these things. Once we can get rid of the fears, the blockages, the resistances, and we can really step into our full power, our highest expression, then it's our job. I strongly believe to share that. And to be, to put ourselves out there to be seen, because that's how we shift people. We don't shift people by preaching to them and telling them you should be doing this and that and this and that. People are very resistant to that sort of thing. How we inspire people, I strongly believe, and how we um, inspire and motivate people to shift into their highest expression is by embodying it. And so that's our greatest work. You know, when I am walking through my day and I'm working with my clients, I'm getting frustrated about something, and it's like, okay, check yourself, Amber. Like, what are you grateful for? Be in the moment. You know, like there's, it's a constant awareness of your mind and a constant awareness of, of your balance in your life. Balance is really key. And I know many of us struggle with that myself included. I am a, I was a extreme type A perfectionist most of my life and yoga has really helped me. (laughs) Meditation has helped me and plant medicine has really helped me chill out and come back into a balanced space throughout the day where I'm no longer, I'm enjoying the journey. I'm no longer just working to get from A to B and stress, 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 anxiety. Oh my gosh. And, and really affecting my health along the process. It's how do I add more joy and play into my life in all my moments, not just at the end of the day, when I got all my to do's done, congratulations, Amber, go, go jump in the ocean or take a bath. Like that's your, that's your, um, your celebratory moment, it's like, no, we're celebrating life all day long. But at least that's my goal in life. Like, I want to enjoy the journey. I don't want to wait till I'm 90 to enjoy my life. <laughs> and I think you guys feel <laughs> the same way. So that's where the presence practice comes back in. How can I be more present, compassionate, understanding, and, and connected to my body and my heart all the time?
0: Wonderful! What a message, Amber Zucksworth, right here on Juice Crew Radio. Her website, EpicSelf.com. Anything that we didn't touch on, or you want to say in closing? Any final words of advice for our listeners, Amber? Or anything that we didn't share during the uh, interview here?
1: Um, you know, I'd say the final final words, of, or I guess words of inspiration, would just be to continue to walk your path. One thing I've learned in this path is that. Um, it is about holding your sacred ground, not puffing up and not, not shrinking down, but holding your power and walking forward in your path. Your unique path is not like anyone else's and anyone who wants to throw stones at you or arrows at you along that way, along that pathway, they're just gonna fall to the wayside and you're gonna start to attract the people that are gonna support you and empower you along the journey, but keep trusting yourself in your path. And that's, that's like my biggest lesson right now. <laughs> keep trusting, keep walking. Um, and everything's going to
0: work out great. Words of wisdom by Amber Zucksworth right here on Juice Guru Radio. Thank you so much for being here, Amber. And I'm Steve Prusak. We'll see you in the next episode.
1: Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at juiceguru.com. Until next time, get your juice on.